the biggest part of it is stopping eating after six. Because let's face it, nobody craves broccoli at eight o'clock at night. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? There are a lot of keys to unlock good health, but what if I put them all into one podcast episode for you? Would you find that helpful? I think so. And I think Dave Sherwin is just the guy to help me bring it to light. Dave is a certified fitness nutrition coach, entrepreneur, and practitioner of mindfulness and meditation. And since 2009, he's helped thousands of people get to their optimal weight. But you and I know it's not just about weight. It's about all of the habits that help you live your best life. And that's really what we're going to shed light on today. One little fun fact about Dave is he's competed in different types of really grueling kinds of events, sports events, and he complete he completed a Spartan Beast in four hours. I mean, I don't know if you know what a Spartan Beast is, but uh, just look it up. Uh, and at age 52, he set a personal best for a 405-pound deadlift. I mean, the dude's in good shape. And I think that is a testament to putting these different habits into practice. Dave says that 50 is the new 30. So here is to staying young and fit and aging well. It's not about stopping the clock because nobody can do that, but it sure is about staying as healthy as you can as you get up in the years. And I'm all about that. So let's dive in. Dave, it's so nice to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much for the invite. It's an honor to be on your show. Yeah, well, I love what you're doing. And I think a lot of what you teach in your coaching program mirrors a lot of what I believe to be true, too. It's always nice to feel like, you know, we're on the same page, right? Perfect. Yeah. And 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 I'll, I'll tell you, Mary, the more I do this, and probably you're finding the same thing, the more we're finding that that the, the science of exercise and nutritional fitness is starting to converge. We're starting to see agreement between professionals because the science and the evidence is showing that this is the way to go. Tell me a little bit about Dairobi. So Dairobi was started, uh, originally we had a different name. We we're called Escape the Matrix. Um, and it started in 2009 selling supplements, dietary supplements online. We started with a weight loss product. It was tremendously successful, um, which was fantastic. Uh, but Escape the Matrix, we, we soon, we caught the attention of Warner Brothers, <laughs> whose lawyers politely informed me that oh, they thought that my name was yeah. an okay. infringement on their brand. And I bought the trademark uh, Dairobi, which is from an old Sanskrit word uh, that means destroy your weakness. Hmm. And, and you can't trademark in the U.S. a foreign word as is. 
And so we changed it from Dorobi, D-O-R-O-B-I is a Sanskrit, to Dairobi. And I like the iteration of the die and the by at the end mm-hmm. and the, the built-in kind of meaning of destroy your weakness. So today, I know we're going to talk a little bit about the top seven healthy habits, but did these come from a personal journey or is it really from teaching and honing your craft? Like what, how did you come upon these seven? I came to understand in a really quick way, once we started selling weight loss products, that there are real challenges that people face and they go through yo-yo dieting and they lose 40 pounds and they feel terrific, but then they put it back on and, and all of their, there's all the human emotions from shame and to, to euphoria when you hit your goal back to shame and guilt and how do I look? And all of these things are, are part of the very difficult game of weight loss. And, and so the seven principles that we've arrived at were our way and through my health certification with precision nutrition, which is a very level headed PA, PhD evidence-based program, uh, I was able to come up with something I could teach people that I was confident would work because people get so frustrated with all the named diets. Do I do keto? Do I do paleo? Do I do the Mediterranean diet? Do I take this program? Do I pay $2,000 to lose weight with this guy? Do I do this, that, the other, right? All of it can be such a quagmire and it can be expensive and it can be difficult. And from my experience with customers, I thought, you know, A good health regimen, like people who live natural, long, healthy lives often don't even know what they did. They didn't even know they were following a plan. And and thank heaven, right? Because who wants to follow a difficult plan their entire life, right? So, so, and the differences in diet between the Loma Linda and the Japan and the Greece and the Russian areas where these people live extraordinary long lives, there's no common denominator food-wise. Some of them are heavy on dairy and some have no dairy. Some of them are heavy on seafood and others on grains, which are supposedly so bad for you if you follow paleo. Others are very carb heavy and carbs are supposed to be the devil. And others are fat heavy. Not to me, I'm Mediterranean. If you take my carbs (laughs) away, I'm gonna be a cranky girl. And you found what works for you. But again, we're trying to, the reason we call this the undiet, what I'm about to present to you is because we try to eliminate everything difficult, no calorie counting, definitely no weighing your food. And it has to be something that someone can do shopping at a normal grocery store. And so we just feel like if the plan you're on, you can see yourself enjoying it and being healthy till you die, till the end of your life and die healthy, right? In your nineties, ideally, or whatever, right? Right. That's what we're looking for. A plan where someone's like, oh my gosh, I got to follow this plan. Yeah. Hey, hey, do you want some dessert? No, I'm following the plan. Let's jump into it. I want to hear about the top seven healthy habits that you've put together here. So what, what would be the number one thing we should keep in mind? Number one is don't drink calories. This is especially important if you're wanting to lose weight, which 60% of Americans want to lose weight. We know that statistically. It's one of the biggest challenges that our people tell us when we pull them. We try to do a poll of our customers Mm -hmm. about every six months. The top three right now are weight loss, more energy, and getting rid of brain fog. Mm. The brain fog one we didn't hear until about two years ago, three years ago, and now it's become a number uh, three, but weight loss is number one. And it always has been. And the fact is a lot of people, the reason they're overweight is because of what they've been drinking over the last 40 years or 20 years. So we know from research that weight gain often happens naturally from 20 to 40, gaining about two pounds per year, just based on a few extra calories. That's often the case. And so 
many times if you just make water your best friend and avoid drinking calories, you're focusing on hydration, which is good in so many ways, mm -hmm. and you're not drinking the calories that are working against your weight goals. And so drinking water and eliminating especially unhealthy drinks, or at least I don't like to use the word eliminating actually, but at least lowering, right? Balancing, you know, not yeah. too much alcohol, soda, the sugary stuff, avoiding especially what's unhealthy and drinking more water for healthy people. My wife and I both are, are quite healthy. We're at our ideal body weights and my wife exercises regularly and we live a, a fit lifestyle, okay? And yesterday I took three oranges and two bananas and some ice and made us both a nice juice drink, okay? Now that is something I would not recommend to a client who's trying to lose weight because you're just drinking sugar, right? But it was a nice Sunday afternoon treat. And so hopefully that just gives you some idea. I'm not saying you can never have juice, but also the difference between three oranges and two bananas in a blender <laughs> and the juice at a gas station is very, very different. Absolutely. And I, you know, not to mistake the idea that it can certainly be a treat and it can even be something that you do daily if you're doing mostly vegetables, for example. Correct. Versus super yeah. high sugar. So just in yeah. general, drink more water. What, do you have any That's recommendations it. for people who are like, yeah, water is so boring. How do I make water fun? Well, first of all, there are people who literally do struggle with digesting water, believe it or not. Many, many people, they drink water and it sits like a rock in their stomach. They don't like it and it doesn't digest well and it's heavy. One of the reasons for that is because water has surface tension and water with very high surface tension. The, the water molecules is measured in dynes is the measurement. And when you break down those dynes, uh, it becomes much easier to digest and to actually hydrate you. It's possible to drink heavy-ish water and not be hydrated. A lot of people don't know this. This is why uh, drinking uh, filtered water, good quality water, um, adding uh, trace minerals. This is one of our products, Mimi's Miracle Minerals. This product is, is uh, a trait or any other trace mineral for that matter, not to toot my own horn here. Mm -hmm. If you add trace minerals to water, it breaks down the surface tension. So that's a trick there for those that struggle with that. What do you think about alkaline water? Should people spend the money on alkaline water? The answer is, I, I'm not expert enough to answer that. Uh, and But I do feel like anyone selling a $3,000 machine <laughs> to get, you know, I, I'd be a little bit skeptical. You know, again, back to the blue zones that you mentioned, right? They're just drinking normal water. Mm -hmm. And so I'd say, do at least get rid of the chlorine Okay, so drinking filtered water and the simple filter on a fridge is, is often adequate to at least get rid of the chlorine. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I'm trying to teach people things they can do every single day. So as soon as we start getting into making it difficult to drink water, we're on shaky ground, right? Yeah, the less hurdles, the better, right? All right, let's move on. What's number two on our top seven healthy habits? Number two is eat all your food slowly and mindfully. And believe it or not, this is more important than what you eat. Our bodies are very, very good at extracting the nutrients and the energy from food if we give it a chance. And by give it a chance, we have to chew our food thoroughly, especially the starches and carbs, to work the enzymes from our mouth into the food and to break down the food, of course. And then when we swallow it, 
many, many people have the misconception because you like you see the the doctor's charts on the wall that shows like the inside of the body it shows the stomach and it looks like a hole where the food drops down from the the throat into this hole right it's not that way the stomach is made of folds and those folds don't work that fast and the hormone that signals to our brain that we're full isn't perfect it takes some time to let our brain know to stop eating when you eat slowly you eat 20 percent less food and again back to the weight loss problem that we're dealing with in the in our country and in the first world generally much of it has to do with simply eating too quickly believe it or not and yeah. so when we slow down we eat less we absorb more nutrients and um, get better energy out of the food. So we need less food. I love this so much. And I always tell people the table is where you should find your sanctuary. Put down the electronics, you know, don't just zone out eating while you're standing or worse, like gulp down food from fast food eating in your car. I mean, there's, there's no better way than to overeat and, and not feel so good afterwards. And I get it. This is a hard one for people. And so it takes time. Be patient with yourself. And for people that that are in a habit of eating quickly, it's a hard one to overcome. And so doing stuff like that, put something on your fridge to remind you it's right there where you're going to eat and, and just work on it. Do your best. Try to improve. Use little tricks like put your fork down uh, between each bite. Um, try to eat with other people. Try to make meals with your loved ones. Um, a regular part of, of your week. And so that you're chatting and, and enjoying the conversation. Uh, think of Europeans and how they can spread a delicious meal out over four hours, right? Totally. Uh, we've yeah, lost that art. Four hours, but we've got an hour. We've got an That's hour right. to sit down and yeah. some thoughtfulness and certainly some intentionality so that eating is not just this like knee-jerk reflex, but it's something that we get to enjoy. Yeah. And, and be blessed by for sure. How about number three, Dave? What's third on the list? Number three is intermittent fasting. This is fairly new, although it's become very popular very quickly. So I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it and, and many of your listeners. Um, but the science is there and it's solid already. In just the last few years, we have seen intermittent fasting become much more than just uh, what some thought would be a passing fad. Back to what we said earlier about cleansing right if you eat all your food let's just throw out there breakfast at 10 a.m and dinner at six and that doesn't sound too bad right that's not that hard or maybe breakfast at nine and dinner at five that actually makes a radical difference to your whole hormonal cycle your digestion and your brain okay so let's start with dinner so you finish your last meal let's just say six o'clock from six o'clock on your body gets to digest the food and it's working on raising the melatonin, which is the hormone that makes us feel drowsy. So that when we go to bed, instead of having to digest a bunch of food, we go to sleep. Now our body can go to work cleansing, getting rid of those pathogens, carcinogens, and toxins that we have gotten throughout the day. Doesn't matter where you live, you are breathing in toxins. Uh, there's toxins on your skin. Some of the stuff we're putting on our skin is toxic, right? In the food that we eat, unfortunately, our, our first world habits of food production are not what they used to be, right? And so during the night, our body, instead of digesting food, is cleansing. When we wake up in the morning, our stomach is empty, our HGH is high, our testosterone and estrogen are high, our blood sugar is low. This is a perfect state 
for exercise, for meditation, for writing, for contemplation, for planning, for doing the most important projects in your business, for example, or in your work. And so keeping that state till about 10 o'clock in the morning is phenomenal on many, many levels. And then we eat ideally healthy foods, um, three meals without snacking in between if we can do it. And by the way, those meals, we'll talk about that in a minute. They should be enjoyable and satiating. There's no calorie counting. There's no measuring. We're just eating normal, healthy food that we've prepared to taste good and eating it slowly and mindfully. And then we've created this 24-hour cycle where our body is digesting and getting all the, all the nutrients. We're drinking plenty of water while we're fasting. Okay, back to point number one. So some people think fasting is nothing. You don't put anything in your mouth. No, I I take my supplements while I fast. I take BCAAs while I fast. I take minerals while I fast. I take all those things first thing in the morning and the rest of my nutrition through food, right? And I drink plenty of water. And so that intermittent fasting, for those of you that haven't started it yet, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, it was tough for a little while because I typically used to wake up hungry but I found it only took me a couple of months before all of a sudden I completely reversed. My whole circadian rhythm had changed and I no longer had any desire for food. I, I, I've been doing it for about three years now. The biggest part of it is stopping eating after six. Cause let's face it, nobody craves broccoli at eight o'clock at night. Do you believe that eating and finishing at a certain time is equally as important as just making sure that it's an eight hour window? Okay, well, back to the whole um, rules, not guidelines, right? So you've adapted this yourself. You've been doing it for 10 years. You know your body really, really well. And I would say for you, you know, and I'm not going to give you any advice on it. But guess what? It depends on the person. Some people are, many people have trouble sleeping. Mm -hmm. So I'd say right there, if you're having trouble sleeping, make the hard stop at seven. Make that the latest, just for fun, just for a while. To try it to see if it doesn't help your sleeping because we do disrupt hormones when we're eating late at night. And so there's that issue and hormones are important to our sleep and our depth of sleep. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, I grew up and this is a very like Mediterranean thing. I grew up in a country where the last meal, unlike here, the last meal of the day is the smallest meal. So mm-hmm. it's, it's also kind of, we reverse it a little bit where we're eating more of the calories like earlier in the day because we're burning more. And then by yeah. the end of the day, it's usually the smallest meal. So something that I would add to what you're saying is also try not making the last meal. And I think this is, if you're spreading your calories out over the eight hours, you know, you can do this much more effectively than starving yourself and then just loading up. Um, to try and eat just a little bit less in the evening to where you don't necessarily need the calories like you would have earlier in the day. But I think, you know, the bottom line is intermittent fasting works. There's a lot of great science behind it. And, you know, for everybody who's listening to understand that digestion actually is quite an intense action on your system. It takes a lot of energy and it actually takes calories to burn calories. So, just think about that, giving your body a break to be able to reset and actually focus on other things. I, I do really, I'm a big fan of it. What's the next one up? I love this.
Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it? Well, then you're one of the smartest people I know because you're absolutely right. It's not enough. That's why we created the only all-natural and patented line of food wash and wipes, and it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab-tested, and it removes up to 99.9% of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too, and that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. So there's no chemicals, it's just clean eating fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body where it's gonna do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out eatcleaner.com or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. The next one is eat a balance of healthy macros according to the hand rules and get five to nine servings of veggies a day. So let me explain. This is what we eat. Yeah. Okay. So the hand rules, if you take your hand uh, and make a fist, that's about the size of carbs that you ought to have at a, at a meal, okay? So that often for many people is, uh, for a smaller person, it might be a small potato. And for a, a very large person, it might be a large potato, right? It's based on the size of your hand, a sweet potato, rice, whatever the case might be. And then if you look at the size of your palm, that's a good rough size of protein portion that you should get. Meat, tofu, Wait a second. chicken. That doesn't look like a, a 32 ounce steak to me, does it? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> it does not. Yeah, 32 ounce steak would uh, uh, last you a couple of weeks, maybe, <laughs> using, yeah. using the palm yeah. rule. Yeah. Um, and then if you take your thumb, uh, that's about the size of amount of fats. Now, this is a good one. For example, I also talk about five to nine servings of veggies. Let's say you, you have a salad with your lunch. And, and you picture the size of your thumb, and that's all of the dressing you're going to put on that salad, right? And if you have meat with that lunch, there's fat in the meat. And so this is how you can very quickly see that you don't need that much fat with a given meal. And if you're really dumping, you know, you can have a really healthy meal and then pour 300 calories worth of, of dressing on a salad. Uh, I, want, I want more than this of avocado. <laughs> I don't blame you. I have to admit, I have more than that of avocado. You know, the Costco um, guacamole packets, Yeah. right? Those are bigger than my thumb and I have a whole one every time. I'll admit yeah. it. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and that's, you know, again, that's kind of where I think everybody individually and their needs comes into play. But the point is we're not eating excessive uh, fat calories that are not necessarily contributing to a nutrition goal or helping, you know, us from, you know, just an overall macro perspective. That's right. And, and the, the bottom line is most people are getting way too many carbs, not enough protein and the wrong kinds of fats. And so by doing this, even if you don't get it exactly right, according to your hand, 
That's even a lesser point than the fact that you're getting all three with every meal. For example, breakfast for many people is a bowl of cereal and a cup of coffee. Yeah. Right. It's just all carbs and not that high a quality of, of carbs. And so what the hand rules do is just remind you that there are three types of food as the basic building blocks, carbs, protein, and fat. And our body needs all of them and it needs all of them ideally with each meal. And when you, when you dial in this one, it can really be life-changing because you're, especially what you're dialing out and that you're getting enough. Uh, for most people, it means an increase in, in protein and a decrease in, un, in, in unhealthy fats. Yeah. And I think adding in the vegetables is really important too. Cause I think, you know, again, going back to kind of how people want to put themselves into a diet you know, I've seen plenty of people who restrict dairy or restrict meat, but don't really eat a lot of produce. Um, and that is kind of undoing, if you will, you know, I mean, just because you're eating dairy free cheese doesn't mean that that should be something that you live on. Right. So having that balance is really, really important and really prioritizing the nutrient dense produce, you know, especially leafy greens, I think is a great um, thing to add to that. Yeah. The five to nine servings of fruit and veggies is a critical part of this. So you're getting those five macros, but you're also adding in a salad or you're making a green smoothie along with your breakfast, or you're putting that uh, uh, avocado, you're putting guacamole on your eggs uh, for example, many people don't get any vegetables with breakfast. It's quite easy not to. I'm a big fan of powders. You know, these these modern dehydrated whole food vegetable powders are a great way yeah. to just mix into a drink and get some, get a vegetable portion. It's the lazy person's way to do it. But you know what? I have multiple green powders in my, in my pantry just because I'm kind of lazy that way. And uh, so I always have a way to get a serving or two of veggies with a meal if I'm in a rush. I agree with you. And actually powders are really um, a nutritionally sound way because when they're processed, it's preserving the integrity of the vitamin and mineral content at the time. Because the more time food sits and travels all over the world, the more you know, vitamin C and other vitamins start to dissipate. So it's actually yep. a really good way to kind of preserve the integrity of the product. I love that. All right. How about number five? What's our fifth tip? Number five is observe a simple supplement strategy. And ideally you want to test this, not guess, but what, even if you eat a very healthy diet, as I've described, when you get your blood tested, chances are you're deficient. The things that you're going to be deficient in are typically vitamin D, chromium, uh, zinc, you know, um, uh, calcium, magnesium, the macro vitamins. And so in our company, our two flagship products are, are Mimi's Miracle Multi uh, and the one that I showed you earlier, Mimi's Miracle Minerals. And those two products, if I was only to take two, a good quality multi and a good quality trace mineral, the two basic ones I would get if I'm on a limited budget, those are the only two that I need, right? And so the problem with supplements is if we go through the average person's supplement cupboard <laughs> and everyone has the supplement covered. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I got two a lot of times they don't. <laughs> and sometimes they don't make sense and, and they're taking things they probably don't need and they're not taking things they do need. And don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a supplement geek. I mean, 
I, I did CrossFit this morning and I took a pre-workout before I went to CrossFit. Do I need a pre-workout? No. Has anyone tested deficient for pre-workout in their blood? No, yeah. but I like it. It gets it's the juice flowing. To go pound those, those tires. And when you said checking in on those regularly, do you mean actually going to the doctor and getting a blood test or a saliva test to make sure your levels are um, in check? I do. I, I have, uh, I've done a, a blood, a nutritional blood panel every year for the last five years. I do go to the doctor for my yearly physical, no reason not to, right? It's free, but they don't go into detail like I really want. And so I'm a big fan of kind of, of biohacking. Like for example, example, in January, I had a, a vitamin mineral panel done that, that specifically hit all the major ones. And by the way, just because I'm deficient in something doesn't mean I'm going to start taking a supplement for it. Um, over the years, I've kind of figured out what is great to supplement for and what I wouldn't supplement for. But what you'll find is that even if you do that, that the, the, the very basics is there's no reason not to take a multivitamin. The multivitamin usually covers your bases. And like I said the trace minerals are a different animal than the main minerals. You talk about magnesium. There's trace magnesium in trace mineral products, but trace minerals have a completely different function in our body than the macro minerals, okay? Even the magnesium and the calcium though, I try to get from the green leafy vegetables. You need about a gram of each a day. Yeah. And ideally, if you have a lot of, you know, spinach and kale and green leaf or salad, um, ideally you, you're not deficient in those. And so um, this, is why, this is why supplements is after the food, right? Like on my list, ideally we wanna get as many of our nutritional needs met from our food but what you'll find when you start doing regular blood tests is you just can't. There's just going to be some things you're going to be deficient in. Yeah. And a lot of our food, I mean, even with the best of intentions, a lot of our food is void um, because of soil depletion, you know, mineral depletion and the time that food is taking to get to us, unless you're growing all your own stuff, you know, and you're picking it uh, yourself and you're washing it properly and doing all the things sometimes that can be challenging. So I think I agree with you. Supplementing is um, a strategy that I have taken for a long, long time. And there are a few things that everybody could use, but then specific additional needs just kind of are based on your age and your, your activity level and really kind of what you want to accomplish too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why I like the word strategy. Right, like there, there's a good supplement strategy for everyone. You've really dialed yours in. I, I've really dialed mine in. I get tested. By the way, I've got a, a tip for you. I had a guy on my podcast, Don Brown. He's actually a billionaire who uh, um, retired and then started an app called Life Extend. Have you heard of it or seen it? Life Extend. Life Extend. And uh, I'm loving it. Um, okay. And they have a nutritional test in there that's the bomb. Um, these, when I started six years ago, my first nutritional blood plan was $500. These things were really expensive. Um, and then the last one that I did that I told you about was 180. Back in January, I paid 180 bucks for vitamin mineral panel. Well, they've got this great panel in there for 100 bucks. And I'm really excited. I haven't got the results yet, but what happened was I paid my hundred bucks and then they sent me an email where they told me a local clinic to go to. And I went there and the, a nurse drew six of those little tubes of blood. It seemed like a lot to me, but mm -hmm. she took six of those little vials and sends them off to a lab in Arizona. 
and they're doing and so this has been kind of i've been telling people to have their a test done but i haven't had a good answer of where for a very long time so i'm pretty excited about that i and it is a free app you can pay three bucks a month for the premium uh, version but i i don't think you have to pay to get access to their little i think it's called the marketplace where you can see all these things they have and in there is the a blood panel so i'm excited i'm excited to get my results back and that may be my go-to one now that looks like it has more results for the cheapest price I've ever paid. So yeah, that's, that's great. looking good. We'll have to yeah. put in the show notes and check that out. All right, yeah. running out of time, but I want to run through number six and seven with you. So, so we'll go quick. Let's get to it. What's number six? Fitness. Yes. Exercise daily. Yes. Daily. Uh, we used to be told that if we exercised for 20 minutes, three times a week, that we'd be good and fit. <laughs> And uh, and we just we just know the nutri the fitness science on this is clear that our bodies are not designed to be sitting in sedentary four days a week and exercise for twenty minutes. Our bodies are meant to move. So getting and I'm not saying that you have to become a gym rat, and I'm not saying that you got to put on your fancy clothes, hit the gym, and go sweat every single day. But we do need to at least be walking, doing some yoga. We ought to be doing weights both men and women. We know that strength training is good, uh, keeping up our muscle for women. They're less likely to get osteoarthritis and osteoporosis yes. uh, if they're doing some strength training. Um, and for men, of course, it keeps their testosterone up. So there's, there's all kinds of benefits, no matter how old you are or what your background is, to some strength training. But do some fitness every day, even if it's light walking, yoga, take the stairs instead of the elevator, anything that you can do uh, to, to work your body and put a little stress on your system is good for you and needs to be done every day. Move it or lose it. Simply Move it or lose it every day. All right, and number seven? Get seven to nine hours of sleep every night. This is one that uh, we didn't used to talk about in the 80s when health uh, first started, you know, everyone was getting physical, right? Mm -hmm. Runner Running started jogging, right? And aerobics and everything. Uh, but um, no one talked about sleep. And, uh, you know, we're in a society of go-getters. People want to achieve, they want to burn the candle at both ends, all that stuff. But what we're finding out is that as human beings, we need to get back to a circadian rhythm uh, that the earth is going through of the sun and the moon, light and dark. And the, the closer we can align ourselves to sleeping when it's dark and doing all of our activity during the light and getting at least seven hours of sleep, the healthier we are, the less brain fog, back to the brain fog thing, we'll have less if we get lots of sleep. And so that's the last one, although it could easily be number one, right? So these things, I've listed them from one to seven, and some are more important than others, but some of them are all number one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like you can't really, it's almost impossible to create a hierarchy because everything is really important. Um, and sleep yeah. really, you know, if you are trying to lose weight, sleep is important, but there, there is that balance of seven to nine hours. So it's not sleeping you know, 14 hours either. I, I know for my teenagers, yeah. sometimes that can, that can work for them and they need that because they're growing bodies. But most adults, um, you know, that seven to nine works really well. And, you know, just think of it. If we don't rest, if we don't give our bodies a chance to repair, to lower cortisol, to, 
you know, lower inflammation to keep the ghrelin at bay, right? The gremlins, I call them, then, you know, we really don't function very well when we are awake. So do yourself that favor and, and really sleep. Sleep's so critical. Yeah, and the science has proven that people who don't sleep enough are more overweight than those who get enough sleep. Uh, because their body is able to process the food and everything that I mentioned earlier. And so it's it's weight loss, it's more it's better performance, uh, it's better relationships. Uh, it, it's it's that uh, potentially avoiding cancer or diabetes in the future because our body is able to, as you mentioned, repair itself. And so it's longevity, it's 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 everything and and all of these things i mentioned earlier getting that that thing from our our website uh, um but as well as the dairobi undiet sheet there's one called the virtuous cycle which shows how all these things go together in a 24-hour period and i'm really big on that you know on on living every 24 hours very intentionally and healthily and within every 24-hour period if we have good sleep good nutrition good fitness intermittent fasting in an eating window. And when you combine all this together and you're on a 24 hour cycle, not a two month weight loss cycle, but a 24 hour cycle every single day, repeat, 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 repeat. You'll reach your goals. Yeah, yeah. I love you'll, you'll do it even if you don't have goals. <laughs> I love it. No, this, these are great, great habits. Um, you know, it's a wonderful roadmap for people to start where can they find out? We're going to include the uh, the links that you mentioned in the show notes, but where's the best place for people to connect with you? Dirobi.com, D-I-R-O-B-I.com. And um, if you use the coupon code INSIDER, if you'd like to purchase anything while you're there, if you want to try out our multi or our minerals or any of our other products, wonderful. That'd be great. You can save 15% with coupon code INSIDER. Um, on our resources page, there's quite a bit there. Um mm -hmm. Uh, I've gone fairly quickly through these seven points, but we've got a really nice, beautiful, graphically illustrated 10-page PDF that would be great if people downloaded and spend a little more time on these things. I think they're worth it. Uh, I think that uh, many people are not living this way. And I, I promise your listeners, you just live this way for, for just give it 60 days. Give it 60 days and you may never go back to a named diet or anything difficult or calorie counting or anything else ever again. You'll find that you're naturally going to achieve your goals through these 24-hour repetitive cycles put together. And so uh, that resources page has some great stuff there. And otherwise, uh, I also have a podcast uh, so they can find information there about that. Right. And for those that, that want uh, uh, any personal, I don't do one-on-one -on -one coaching um, uh, as part of my um, what I do for a living, uh, but I do do free 20-minute sessions for anybody. If I could just, if someone really wants to chat about anything here, they have something they don't want to share publicly, whatever the case may be, uh, on the homepage of dirobi.com, you can you can schedule a 20-minute session. Like I said, it doesn't lead to me asking you for more sessions or for money. It's not about that, yeah. um, but I'm happy to spend 20 minutes with anyone. Thank you for all your uh, wisdom and um, these really um, well laid out steps and your roadmap, your roadmap. and uh, we'll put the, the link to your podcast and your website in the show notes. So thanks again for your time and for all that you do. Thanks so much for having me. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch, so it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life. Thank you.